All right. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome to episode 16 of Outspoken. Thanks for listening. Just real quick. At the end of these podcasts, I always give two stories that have been submitted to me. Crazy LGBTQ story. So if you do want to submit, you know, you have a crazy coming out story or just a weird story, sad, anything like that, you can email me at outspokensam at gmail.com and I might feature your story at the end. They're always really good. Like I said, you you guys always send me really great stuff. But uh, today we're going to be talking about I wanted to share there's a, in the beginning this experience it's it is a weird experience it's very interesting you can listen to this story so I'm going to talk about that Ooh, I'm going to talk about that in the beginning of the podcast and then on <laughs> on Twitter Cardi B and Candace Owens went for a full-on fight that was hilarious when I read you these tweets man that was that was just some really really great entertainment for the night that it happened and at the end um, there was this tweet that I saw talking about how depressing it is that society, that that children aspire to be, you know, YouTubers and singers and actors nowadays, and they don't want to be like engineers. It's a really weird tweet. That's what I got for today, and I'm excited about it. And also, I have the LGBTQ stories to end as well, like always. So let's start off with this first topic, shall we? Now, this specific situation that I just had almost made me, I don't know why it tapped into my emotions but it did little story i was walking in the cemetery yeah i go for walks or jogs in the cemetery with you know my friends my mom sheila whatever me and my mom usually go to the cemetery and just have a nice little walk it's peaceful a lot of people find that weird which i find weird it's nice because there's not many cars it's green there's trees and it's it's you're surrounded by dead people so you know it's so peaceful that was sarcasm by the way it's not peaceful to be surrounded by dead people but at the same time the cemetery is nice that doesn't make any sense but i was walking and i'm from massachusetts so when i go walking in the cemeteries the stones are pretty old and i've seen some really old stones before i've seen from like the 1600s in different towns but in in this specific cemetery i just i saw a stone and it said it was dated 1787 to to 1883 and i was like damn that guy lived long right and also 1787 that's a long time ago that's 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 an one of the older stones in the cemetery so i took a picture of it didn't think anything of it i just wanted i just wanted a picture of it because it was old so later that night going through my camera roll i I looked at the stone again there was a couple people on it a couple of names and the guy's name was john bailey sometimes the, the thing that i do don't know why I do it. Sometimes I Google the people, the people's names, see see what type of person they are. It's I don't know why it interests me, but it does. I don't know if anybody else does that. It's just interesting to see, especially the older stones. So I Googled this guy looking for his obituary. I found it because I just put in the dates and his name and came right up. There's actually a couple of stories. So I found out this guy was a, I know it sounds boring, but you gotta, you gotta listen. So this guy was a clockmaker. And I laughed. I thought it was funny. Like, haha, he's a clockmaker. Of course he was back in the 1800s. So it says here, it was a little paragraph. It said, he worked after 1824 as a clock and watchmaker in New Bedford, Massachusetts, also producing mathematical and scientific equipment. He developed a lucrative trade calibrating chronometers. I don't even know what those are. For the local ship merchants, but later lost his business when his stanch abolitionist views became widely known. I think that's a typo. What does stanch mean? I know that there's a word staunch. Staunch? Somebody told me I need to uh, (laughs) expand my vocabulary, but I'm pretty sure that's supposed to say staunch. Anyways, whatever. His abolitionist views 
he lost his business after that. And I was like, that's interesting. During this time, you know, what was he for abolishing? So I Googled some more and I'm going to read this to you. And I was just really impressed. John Bailey Jr. He inherited from his father the watch and clock making business and his talents grew into a thriving and profitable business. John relocated to New Bedford, Massachusetts, one of the most active whaling communities in the country where he imported astronomical instruments. Bailey's business was making over 5,000 per year and that was in 1824, so that's actually a lot of money. I, I believe that's around 100000 a year today. In 1824, things began to turn for him. John was actually an abolitionist and vice president of both Bristol County Anti-Slavery Society and the Massachusetts Anti-Slavery Society. And when I read that, I was like, damn, that is bold. So in the 1850s, Bailey launched two anti-slavery newspapers, Pathfinder and the People's Press. He was known to be a man committed to the rights of and welfare of others, Bailey would not commit to a political party. He was also a trusted confidant amongst the black community in New Bedford and an active lecturer and organizer. This isn't done yet. I don't know why that impresses me so much. It just does. Because this is back, this is back in the 1800s. You know, if, if you spoke out about mm, slavery and you were like, yeah, that shit is wrong, you, you would get in a lot of trouble for that. Because it was so, it was so normalized, so so disgusting. By the way, I'll finish the story so I can give my thoughts on that after. So Bailey at his home, a stop on the Underground Railroad, held anti-slavery meetings. Now I think you all know what the Underground Railroad is. Basically, it was. I'm pretty sure most of it, it was in the east, in the east, like in Massachusetts, these areas over here, and it was just, you know, how slaves got away. The Underground Railroad, right? I'm the worst history person ever, but I do know what that is. So his house was kind of a stop there because it, go it goes right through Massachusetts. So some of the people who were escaping definitely went to his house and had these meetings and he was a great guy. So always seeking his advice on whom to vote for, the black community were encouraged by Bailey to quote unquote, vote for the man who would do justice to their race. And these principles cost him his business. This is the last paragraph here, and this is the most powerful, okay? So the Whig Party encouraged Bailey Jr. to influence the black community to vote their ticket. Now, the Whig Party was a political party. It was active in the middle of the 19th century in the United States. I don't really know exactly. I just I found a little bit out about it. I guess it was just another political party. It says alongside the slightly larger Democratic Party, it was one of the two major parties in the United States between the late 1830s and the early 1850s as a part of the second party system. Anyways, this party was trying to encourage our boy John Bailey Jr. to to tell the black community, hey, vote for our party, vote for our party. But but John knew that wasn't right. What ended up happening was they threatened his business if he refused to tell them to vote for their party. So this guy named George, he was a local and successful shipbuilder. He told John that he'd better stop or he would be ruined. In response to George, John Bailey said, George, as long as fish live in the sea and clams live in the sand, I'll not sell my principles. So he, he, this guy had, this guy had pride. This guy knew what he wanted. He would not give in. D d do you guys hear that bird? Sorry, there's a bird right outside my window and it's making all kinds of sounds. I think he wants to be part of the podcast, but what ended up happening was the wig party hired a man to take over John's work. And the next week, everything was taken from his store and he was ruined. And it says here, politics, they haven't changed. And he ended up passing away in 1883. So he lived for a very long time. I know this is a little bit out of my realm and it's not funny or anything, but 
reading this story and seeing that one stone that I took a picture of and getting to know this guy and how he stood up for the right thing for so long, you know, this is the reason why people get things. And I just had this so, so much respect for this man that I don't even know from 200 years ago, right? And I want, I'm, I'll bring flowers to this guy's stone and visit it every so often because that is, I feel like that's so rare to try to abolish slavery and to actually be an active member in the community and steer these people the right way and be a helper and an activist, so to say. These people obviously existed back then because the world wouldn't be what it is today for any minority group. But I just thought it was, it really hit me or something. It really made me feel something. And I figured I should share it with all of you because it's just a really, really nice thing to hear. Uh, you know, just someone not giving in and really sticking to their views, their correct views, you know, of, of not being a piece of shit human being to other human beings, right? And I'm glad that this guy was alive. You know, he died in 1883. He, he was alive to see that slavery was coming to an end or officially ended because uh, slavery, when did it end? Uh, 18, sorry, 1865, damn. I thought it was like 1840. I guess it was in the 1860s, yeah, 1865. Uh, so at least he was alive to see that come to an end. Good, kind of a good ending of a story. Anyways, there's your history lesson for today. You never know who you're going to come across in the cemetery. You might come across a dude as cool as this guy. So, you know, speaking of shitty things and people being shitty, let's talk about Cardi B and Candace Owens, all right? <laughs> I don't know if any of you were on Twitter for this, but this... This was this was the best. Let's talk about uh, the Grammys. Anybody watch the Grammys? Guess who didn't? I didn't. I'm not, I don't know why I just didn't watch it. I think I was playing Fortnite. But for this specific for this specific podcast, I checked out Cardi B's performance. So what happened was Candace Owens, our good friend Candace Owens, she tweeted about Cardi B's performance, and she said, "All right, so from my understanding, Candace Owens talked about Cardi's performance on Fox News because Cardi tweeted, matter of fact, I'm just going to thank Candy, talking about Candace. She put my performance on Fox News, giving it more views that boosted the views on YouTube and is counting towards my streams and sales. Stream up and WAP. Remember, grown parents, only you can monitor where your kids watch, no one else. Then after that tweet, Candace tweeted, I don't work for Fox News, Bella Kelly's, nor do I take issue. What the fuck? Actually, guys, I don't know what I'm reading half the time when I'm reading anything to you, and I am so sorry. <laughs> I do know big words, okay? What is Bell Kelly's? Is that like... Oh, that's oh, that's Cardi B's name. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yep, I'm probably saying that wrong too because I say everything wrong. Anyway, she says, I don't work for Fox News, nor do I take issue with you having success. I take issue with you being used to encourage young women to strip themselves of dignity. Men typically treat women how they treat themselves. You know that. For, first of all, Candace Owens, that doesn't make... Men typically treat women how they treat themselves. I feel like that is super reductive... I've seen plenty of great people be treated shitty by shitty people. Doesn't even doesn't even matter what gender or sex they are, or whatever. So if you watch the performance, I watched the performance, and I honestly, I gonna be, I don't think it was that bad. I thought it was fine. It was a little bit sexy, you know. It was a little bit sexual, but the song is WAP. It obviously was okayed by the Grammys. They, they have to okay that before it goes on their show. I feel like 
this has been going on for a while. Has has Candace Owens never seen like a sexy performance? There there has been a many many multiple times that any artists, regardless of whether they're women or men, have put on a a sexual or sexy show. Like Shakira and J Lo did a Super Bowl performance not too long ago. Was was a little sexy, dude. A, a Nicki Minaj. I researched these. <laughs> Nicki Minaj in twenty fourteen at the VMAs. She did Anaconda. Anybody remember that song? It was a little sexy, right? Uh, Madonna has a song called Like a Virgin in, in 1984. MTV VMAs, it was a little sexy, right? Not as explicit as WAP, but the, the, the song, Like a Virgin, Touched for the First Time, or whatever how it goes. And I know my singing is better than Madonna's, so you don't, don't even, don't comment about that because I know that I sound much better than her. There has been sexy performances for the longest time, and I just don't understand what the issue with it is now. And such a such a stupid discussion. So I have this video here that I'm gonna I'll play you the audio, and we'll go, we'll go along and break down everything that Candace is saying because she she always goes on live and she starts talking shit about people because that's what she does for some reason. She actually wants to sue Cardi B, and this is what she has to say about it. So let's check this out. She's just trying to hurt me right? Because she's hurt because she knows that when I say this stuff, it hits at something inside of her that she knows she's not right with, right? Cardi B recognizes that I'm a confident individual, right? And there, she can't just dig up stuff on me that I'm going to be ashamed of. Um, and so when I say something like she's toxic to culture, the reason she gets so worked up and she starts spiraling is because she knows it's real. <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about Cardi B. I know that she's been controversial, whatever. I'm not trying to like be Cardi B savior. I'm just trying to be a a a an innocent bystander listening to the conversation. I don't think that Cardi B gets worked up when anybody calls her out. I think that she pro like I don't think that's the reason because she's insecure and people are calling it out. That doesn't even I don't think she's insecure at all. I think the reason that Cardi B would get worked up or or any woman rapper singer who is putting themselves out there doing some any sexual songs is because there's been an, an extreme double standard for the longest time in the music industry ha where men are allowed to talk about their own selves sexually right but then when a woman does it they're shunned for it and i think the point of wap was almost to break that barrier like a kind of like an fu you know, women can talk about this too. Why can't women talk about enjoying sex? Why can men always talk about it, but we can't, right? Why do we have to be ladylike? Why do we have to just put all that to the side? But then you have infinite, infinite amounts of songs by men that are talking about the same thing, but from their perspective. It's a double standard, dude. Everyone should be able to do it. If you don't want to hear that type of music, put on the Christian channel. I don't, I don't even know what to tell her. So let's, we'll continue this clip here. Cardi B knows that what she is doing and what she is putting in the world is not helping to create a world um, that is, is good, you know, to, is a good world to live in, right? She knows she's not doing that. <laughs> okay, so having a song out called WAP is just not good for the world. What does that even mean? What is that even supposed to mean? Like, how is WAP ruining the world? You might as well take away every single show and every single song that is about sex or any sexual humor. Let's just take away all. Let's take away Family Guy, American Dad, South Park, f any adult cartoon, Big Mouth. Just take it all away because it's just not adding anything big to the 
not because it's not any it, yep mm-hmm, that's good english it's not adding anything to the world <laughs> except for bad shit so the reason why she gets so bothered by me and she always seems so flustered when I just speak truth about who and what she is is because she knows it's real, right? Like Cardi actual, actually probably wants to be more. She probably wants to aspire to more, but she's stuck right now because she has branded herself like a moron. Like all she can do is take off her clothes. So she's got to take off more clothes and do less and do less and talk about less and debase herself either, even further. I mean, that is horrible. She's not even waiting for the world to degrade her. She's degrading herself, which is sad, right? I don't think Cardi B wants to do anything more. She's making bills, Candace. She's making money. Who cares if that's how she makes money? Who cares if that's how she performs? Why is it such a big deal? If she wants to be a sexy performer and put out that type of music, she can do that because to quote you and everybody else who lives in America, it's, for, it's America, it's free. Okay, she can do what she wants. Everyone can do what they want, right? You, you so often hear women uh, that go around and say that there are no good men left, right? That men are horrible and men treat women horribly. And I always ask the question, okay, but how are women treating themselves, right? How are we presenting ourselves, right? How do you expect a man to show you respect when you don't show respect to yourself? You don't respect yourself. Um, so is she trying to say if a woman wants to put herself out there, then don't be surprised that men treat you like shit. How is releasing that song and wearing an outfit that is revealing just not respecting yourself? I never understood that argument. That doesn't make any sense because, uh, okay, so showing your body off is disrespect to yourself. Yeah, that logically makes sense, right? It doesn't even... Candace Owens is just mad because she can't go up there and perform like that and do all that stuff. <laughs> She's just mad. She wants to wear... What do you want them to wear, Candace? A robe? Is that what you want women to wear all the time? The turtleneck and everything down to the ankles? Is that what they should wear? They can't wear anything at all, ever? <laughs> what do you want women to do? You want them to make a sandwich in the kitchen every day for their husbands? Okay. All right, yeah, I, I see how you want to live, Candace. Um, but she shares this photoshopped tweet and that says that my husband had an affair with my brother. Completely wild, completely inappropriate. And she knows she's lying, obviously, when she says this, but she doubles down and she says it's not photoshopped. I saw the tweet go out on a day that you were trending. So she's lying. So unfortunately for Cardi, and the problem with having success is that just because you're successful doesn't mean you're smart. Like she's gonna get sued. That's that. I do not allow, I am like, you know, deeply protective over my family, um, especially my brother who is a completely private citizen and has nothing to do with Cardi B and her twerking and whopping. And for her to pretend that she knew that this Photoshop tweet was real and was authentic, um, she's gonna get sued for that, plain and simple. I, I don't play games with that kind of stuff. You know? Okay, okay, let me actually read that tweet to you. So Cardi B, they were in an argument, right? And Cardi was just, they were just going back and forth. What she did say, she, she tweeted this Photoshop tweet, I guess, uh, of Candace Owens, and it says, uh, someone was obviously just fucking with her, and it says, yes, my husband did cheat on me with my brother. Yes, he said no when I asked to join them. And I, I guess the tweet was fake. I don't fucking know. People were saying that it, was and it wasn't and then on that on those screenshots candace replied and said i am literally laughing out loud cardi my dear that is clearly a photoshopped tweet only one of us has a husband that sleeps around why does she talk like she's like, my dear my dear 
are you a thousand years old? Somebody said, just sue her already. So then Candace replied to the tweet and she said, yes, just spoke with my family. I'm 100% suing Cardi for that nonsense. You can't just start throwing out wild lies against private members of my family because you're upset someone called you out on your degenerate performance. I'll keep you all posted. All right. Yes, I do agree. Putting false information out there is obviously wrong. Okay, and I don't know if Cardi B knew that that was a false tweet or whatever, but they were in a feud for quite a while. It's really funny because defamation is an extremely hard thing to sue for, you know, in all of my surface level knowledge of law. It's like you need a lot of evidence for this actually harming your career. And it would it, it is it seems like it would be impossible for somebody like Candace Owens to prove that because she's already so controversial and already has a bunch of people who talk shit about her literally on a daily basis, big names all the time. So it's like, I don't even know. I, I don't know. Maybe she'll win. I don't know. Let me finish this. Let me finish up this, these last couple of clips here though. You know, lying about my husband because she's not comfortable with hers. Um, lying about my brother uh, because she feels like she can't score any points against me because she recognizes that I am a fully formed person. Um, and I'm extremely confident and I'm proud of the work that I do. Just a little side note here. I feel like people, this isn't the first time, Candace said this in the beginning of her stream as well. She keeps saying that she's confident, that she's she's great and she's all this, all this, all this. I feel like when you have to, you're consistently reminding others around you, you're public your audience that you are so confident and you're so great and all that stuff it's not i don't think that it's true i'll t i'll say it to myself but i would never i'm not going i wouldn't go on youtube or this podcast and be like yeah guys I, like i'm so secure with everything in my life like uh i'm, I'm so confident I'm a, I'm a well put together individual i've got a great head on my shoulders i get i just personally wouldn't say that i don't think it's necessary people will see that you don't have to tell that to people. People will know that if you are that type of person. I mean, I'm Candace Owens. I'm the girl that's suing Facebook. If you think that I'm not going to sue you, um, she came for the wrong person with a, with a Photoshop tweet with something that disgusting and despicable. And you should have known better. You should have known better. You should know, especially as a public figure, uh, you know, what defamation is. You, you cannot just make up things about private citizens and, and perpetuate them and say that you know that these things are true. That's just hilarious to me. What does she mean? She's suing Facebook too. What is she suing Facebook for, dude? If you're suing people left and right, that's not a very good look, Candace. And like I said, you know, I don't think this type of case would hold up in court because let me give you my own experience, okay? So anybody remember Gun Girl? I haven't spoken on this in a while but um what happened was so i actually made i made videos about gun girl right and i think it was just a couple it was two or three i believe they did they did very well and i was literally just laughing at the girl making fun of stupid stuff that she has said and i got multiple emails actually multiple youtubers got multiple emails from gun girl from her legal team and we were all like the fuck is this what is this? I've never seen this in my life, right? So the email said, I won't give the, the legal name, but it says, blah, blah, blah is attempting to subpoena information related to your YouTube account in a matter entitled blah, 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 subpoena to Google, blah, blah, blah. Because initially what happened was she tried to get my videos taken down. I believe they said it was a copyright issue. They might've tried to play a defamation card eventually, but uh, YouTube wouldn't take down my video because it didn't break any of the rules. There was no there's fair use rules and stuff. So I was able to use her content freely. That's just how it works. That's just fair use, right? So this went on for months and months and months. And she was trying to get my stuff taken down. Eventually tried to do a whole 
legal thing with lawyers and what happened was it just stopped. It literally just stopped because it was a, a useless case. So when I'm looking at like, I mean, I guess you could say it's similar. I don't think I was, I was, they were trying to quote unquote sue me for, for defamation, but something about copyright. It, it's really hard to bring something like this to court. And like I said, being Candace Owens, I feel like it would be extremely hard for somebody to sue her before. Like I said, you, you are a controversial person, my dude you it 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 would be very hard you need to have proof of actual damage done to your brand or money etc and that's extremely hard to prove if you're candace owens because you're always talking shit you're always you're always on the left talking shit you're always on the right talking shit you're not politically i'm just saying she's all over the place right talking all this shit so whatever you know just because cardi b put out those tweets i don't know i mean maybe she will have success with that but i i feel like it is such a we it was just one tweet it was just one tweet. It wasn't like Cardi B was saying, you are a pedophile. Your brother is a pedophile. Now, that's a serious accusation. Stuff like that, I think, would definitely have damage to somebody's reputation and money and career. All that stuff. But I don't know. That's just my opinion. I thought it was so funny when you go back and read the tweets. It was hilarious. They were going back and forth. I'd read them all for you, but there's there's quite the amount here. Anyways, I thought you all would enjoy my input on that you know i guess we'll see what happens in the next coming year you know let's see if she actually gets sued <laughs> but for this last discussion here i just wanted to touch on this quick because it was going viral on twitter so somebody tweeted this out so somebody tweeted this out and it went viral and it says how depressing our society has failed to provide ambitious role models to our children and then it was this screenshot of like top 10 jobs kids want and there's no there's no proof of where this was taken how many people were in this study you know what age age range it was it's just i don't know it's fucking weird anyways so let me read you out these percents right the top 10 top 10 jobs kids want so number one is youtuber 34 percent number two blogger slash vlogger 18 percent number three musician singer 16 percent number four actor 15 percent five filmmaker six doctor slash nurse seven tv presenter eight athlete slash teacher nine writer and 10 lawyer and also when you add up all these presents they add to more than 100 so i don't even know where this came from like it adds up to let me do the math real quick it literally adds up to like 150 percent so this is false anyways just the message of it was stupid so people were some people were agreeing with it right and then others said no offense to some media personalities but where are the nanotechnologist bioengineer space entrepreneur roboticist dot 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 question mark i don't know if that's satire or someone's joking or whatever <laughs> and somebody said no offense but all that stuff sounds boring plus what kid knows what nanotechnologist is right i thought this was an interesting topic to touch on because i do know a lot of kids want to be youtubers right a lot so many of them i i actually saw it i think i saw it on like nickelodeon one time and the top three careers it was like youtuber and then two other things like astronaut or some shit like that and i just found it interesting that society has made so much hate towards youtubers because it's not easy work it is not easy by any means i actually think this is a harder career than a lot of other careers watch me get dragged and canceled for that it is not it is not an easy career once you're in it i thought it was easier when i was a kid and a teenager and doing it but once you start to learn everything you've got to do a lot of it's just a lot of work i work a lot a lot of hours i put in a lot of effort because i do everything myself most of the time except for like 
brand deals, whatever, my manager will handle those things. But, you know, editing, filming, scripting, uh, coming up with video ideas, being creative, all that stuff, I do it all on my own because I don't, I'm really, really picky with who edits my stuff. My question was for this is, haven't kids been wanting to do these things for a long time? Like YouTuber is a new thing. It's more attainable than becoming an actor or a singer. But a lot of kids back in the day, they still wanted to be actors and musicians and astronauts and things that seemed, that do seem impossible because those are very hard things to become. I don't know why people act so shocked when kids want to be YouTubers now. It's like being an, it's like an easier way almost of being an actor depending on the content you do you can put on a character or whatever for your youtube videos and stuff like that you know and it's all your own creativity it's it's that is an that's an, that's an amazing career like you work for yourself you come up with your own ideas you make money for it you get you have as many vacation days as you want you can make good money from it H have you ever seen youtubers the stupid YouTubers who have like Gucci desks and flip-flops and chains and all that stuff, you make insane amounts of money from it. Why would you not want to do that? Why would you not want to get paid for being yourself and being creative? I feel like everyone would do that if they could. Yeah, I just thought it was an interesting topic to talk about because I was a kid who had dreams of, uh, I had dreams of being a YouTuber at 12 years old and uh, now I'm finally a YouTuber, so. I, I clearly, I guess I really wanted it because 12 years later, I'm doing it. <laughs> I guess I didn't really get uninterested in it, right? All right, so to bring all of this to an end, I've got our two LGBT stories for today. These two are a little bit shorter. So this story here says, I recently came out to everyone at my school's FTM and everyone's been super nice about it. The other day, I had a substitute teacher. She had no clue about it. She went around asking people's names and I said my name was Jaden. She later on said, there's no Jaden on my attendance list. And my stomach dropped. She accused me of faking my name for attention and continued to call me my dead name. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Now that's just straight up rude. I feel like some teachers are just bold. <laughs> like, why would you do that? If a kid if a kid told me a teacher, hey, my name is my name is Jay. I know it says I know it says blah 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 on the roster, but I I go by Jay with all my friends or some shit like that. I'd be like, okay, that's totally cool. I'll just I'll mark it down and I'll I'll remember it. Even if it's a substitute. Like why can't you just why would you be so rude? And also saying faking your name for attention, that's fucked up. The next story that I got here is actually really, really great. So it goes I came out to my mom, dad, and little brother as trans about a year ago, and they took it well. My brother is a total nerd, and I always tease him as siblings do. Recently, I noticed my brother watching your YouTube videos as well as other trans YouTubers. I didn't really care and just ignored him because I thought he was just moving on from his Minecraft YouTubers. So I decided to ask him one day, and I said, Yo, I didn't know you watched Sam Collins. Why are you watching him? And he said, Well, I wanted to learn more and make sure I didn't disrespect you in any way. I was literally so shocked because this is so sweet. I forgot to mention my brother is 10 years old and probably had no idea about the type of LGBT stuff until I came out, and I just found it the sweetest thing that he can take time to educate himself. I guess moral of the story is if a 10-year-old can make time to educate themselves on LGBTQ issues and topics, then so can anybody else. I thought this story was so sweet, and... <laughs> Uh, apologies in advance for your 10-year-old brother watching my videos because I do say a lot of fucked up shit. So sorry. I just, some, uh, honestly, I'm not that bad, but I just swear a lot sometimes. But I think it's really, really great, like, to see a young, to see a young kid like that take time to educate themselves. And YouTube, f LGBT, trans, whatever, 
it made me, I don't know. It made me feel really good because I feel like the younger generation, they obviously ab- uh, absorb information, right? So whatever they're watching, whatever they're hearing, they learn about it. And being homophobic and that type of stuff is taught. So when this kid is going out of his way to educate himself and get his own perspective instead of, you know, listening to anybody else about it, even though, you know, your parents are were cool with it. I don't know. I think it's just really good. I think it shows that your brother cares about you a lot too. And I really hope a lot of anybody else's family members do this type of stuff. I remember my family members did this and it's, it is just, it's really great. I've actually gotten that a lot. I get a lot of messages saying like, hey, I'm not even trans, but my boyfriend is or my cousin is, my girlfriend is, so I watch her videos and stuff like that. So I think it's really, I really appreciate that. I guess that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you all for listening. This is actually, I think this is one of my favorite episodes. I don't know, it's just really fun to talk about all this stuff today. It's funny. (laughs) But yeah, with all that being said, I hope you all have a great day with whatever you're doing. Stay safe still. The world is still crazy. Seriously, stay safe drink water do all that great stuff if you do want to submit a story and i can maybe read yours you can submit it at outspokensam at gmail.com so i will see you all next week with a brand new episode bye bye